0: So are you saying then, because this is kind of what I'm hearing, we're not helping people apply the Bible to their lives?
1: I'm not saying that the church isn't helping people to apply the Bible to their lives. What I'm saying is is that the way that we do it isn't the way that connects to the younger generations in today's society. Young people today want to have a conversation and they want to have their views expressed as well. And the classroom environment just doesn't lend itself very well to an individual conversation.
2: So if church is like a classroom, then the Sunday school answer would be a really good answer. You just give the answer and then you're done. But the church shouldn't be a classroom. It should be a community where we're having these relationships with one another. And through these relationships, we're able to learn more from one another. And we're able to you know, admit when... We're struggling with something and being able to get help or encouragement from the community around us.
0: Welcome to the RenewCast. Hey, what's up, yo's? Hey. What's up? We got Amber and Brennan here in the RenewCast Studios. Glad to be here. Me too. What do you think of my awesome setup in here?
2: I like the cats.
0: What? <laughs> there's one. Okay, there's one cat in here.
2: Okay, you're right. I like the cat.
1: I like all the Cubs stuff.
0: Let's not talk about the Cubs because that's kind of a sensitive topic oh, right I'm now sorry. for I'm me. Sorry, Dave. Well, I'm excited to have you guys here. Do you know why you're here?
2: No, I'd wish you'd tell us.
0: Well, I picked you guys because you're smart.
2: Oh, thank you. I don't know about
0: that one, Dave? <laughs> so, our last podcast, episode eight with Jackson, we talked about ministry value number one, uh, which we're going to continue today. So, the ministry value number one says this: We believe the church needs to be a place where all youth are welcome and find belonging. This happens through authentic, meaningful relationships between adults and youth. So in the last episode with Jack, we talked about a high schooler's perspective on the church. Of course, we're talking about relationships in this Ministry Value 1. So do youth outside of the church see that the church is about relationships, or is it just this religion thing to them? And then we kind of got into Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. God says it is not good for man to be alone. So today then, we, we want to look at that a little bit deeper. And, and I want to start by asking this question. If we say that God has created us to be in relationship, and we know that to be true, how do we actually do that? Is that happening? What, do you, what are you guys' thoughts on that?
2: Well, I think... Part of the reason it's difficult to get that deeper connection is because we're so good at giving the Sunday School answer. Like We've been trained to give the quick, easy answer and move on from that. So I think it's we have to learn how we can get past just the Sunday School answer and be able to go deeper and create that deeper connection with each other as a community.
0: Okay, so you're saying we've been trained to give the Sunday School answer. Yes. What do you mean by that?
2: Well, if you grew up in the church like I did, you're in Sunday school and they will ask you these questions and your answer is Jesus or God or something really simple like that. They're the answer, that's what you're supposed to know, and you get to hold the candle that day if you got the question right. You
0: get the gold star. Yes.
2: So it, we are trained not to necessarily think deeper about it, but just to say, Oh, it's God of course like that's the answer that's how it is that's all we need to know
0: okay so I I get that and I think probably most people can say yeah I know exactly what you're talking about the Sunday school answer we're good at that Are, are we saying the Sunday school answer is a bad thing what is the Sunday school answer preventing I don't necessarily
1: think that it's a bad thing it's just it prevents real relationships and real conversations It's superficial. It's the safe answer. It's the way that you can go when you don't want to open yourself up and you don't want to be vulnerable.
0: So you're saying in the church we've gotten to this place where we're not real with each other.
1: We've tried to block out all of the the bad in life. We try to block out the things that go wrong. We try to make this golden pillar out of ourselves. It's like when we come to church, we're our best selves. We have our nice clothes on. We're here, we're, you know, all smiling faces and shaking hands and, oh, hi, how are you doing? Oh, my life's great. It's the spit-shined version of our real lives, and it's the version without any of the struggles that we face.
0: So you're saying Sunday school answers aren't necessarily a bad thing, but quoting Jesus somehow just becomes superficial and surfacy and actually gets in the way of something real? If all you do is quote Jesus and you don't take action
1: from his teachings and to admit at times that, yeah, you know, life's hard and I face struggles and we've pushed through them and we're all here together and we're here to support each other.
2: Yeah, so if church is like a classroom, then the Sunday school answer would be a really good answer. You just give the answer and then you're done. But the church shouldn't be... classroom it should be a community where we're having these relationships with one another and through these relationships we're able to learn more from one another and we're able to you know admit when we're struggling with something and being able to get help or encouragement from the community around us
0: yeah which is hard because the church is a classroom in a sense right I mean we have to come here to learn But at the same time, it needs to be this authentic type of learning. Brennan, like you said, where we're just a little bit more vulnerable. So what happens when we're not vulnerable in the church? Like, What what has resulted from the Sunday School Answer movement?
1: I think it blocks the call to action saying, well, you, what you should do, and making them the one accountable instead of saying, I should do something. So there's a lack of responsibility there, because in the church, that's what we've been trained to do.
2: I think when people have this lack of responsibility, it comes from their fear of not knowing everything or not upholding the moral standard that they think they have to show everyone else. When you fail to admit that you don't know everything, you can't know anything, you can't learn anymore, you can't learn from each other, um, the way that we're supposed to, that's why God gave us each other is because it's not good for us to be alone. It's good for us to be with one another and to learn from one another.
0: Did you see what she just did there?
2: I tied it in. You
0: tied it in. That was impressive. I mean, we weren't even planning to do that and you just did it. That's why I invited you guys here because you just are on it.
2: Oh, thanks Dave. Boom.
0: Okay. So this has been good stuff. I think, I don't know if people agree, but We've been kind of talking about the church and maybe some of its shortcomings in a sense. And we could talk about that all day. So let's move on. And the question I'd I'd ask is, so what's our desired result then? I mean, if we could rewrite some of these issues that we see in the church, how do we correct that and do something different?
1: I think sort of the dynamic of teaching in church needs to change. And I think it needs to change from like we said earlier, it needs to change from being a more of a lecture to change into a conversation. It's got to be more than just someone who can read the Bible and goes and opens up a classroom and speaks to people about what the Bible says. And instead, what it needs to be, it needs to be a conversation on how we can do what the Bible says and how we can apply that to our lives.
0: Okay, so are you saying then, because this is kind of what I'm hearing, that the church isn't doing that right now? We're not helping people apply the Bible to their lives? Because I think people would disagree.
1: I'm not saying that the church isn't helping people to apply the Bible to their lives. What I'm saying is, is that the way that we do it isn't the way that connects to the younger generations in today's society. Young people today wanna have a conversation and they wanna have their views expressed as well. And the classroom environment just doesn't lend itself very well to an individual conversation.
0: So what are you suggesting we do differently then?
1: The way it is now is we're being told what to do. We're supposed to go out and somehow magically apply that to our lives. And I think instead what it should be or what it can be is giving kids the voice and giving kids the power to have input and to have their points of view and their thoughts included in church.
2: But some of these kids, they're... Ideas really aren't that important in the grand scheme of things.
1: No, perhaps not, but it's important to them. And that's what matters because they're the future of the church in general. And so for them to have an input and to have a voice is extremely important in the grand scheme of things because that's part of their development and that's part of how they can get involved in having real conversations.
0: Yeah, and maybe what you guys are talking about here is this way of doing ministry is not easy, right? It would be very difficult to empower kids and kids isn't necessarily the best word youth i think is a better word young people who aren't the professionals it's it's harder to let them do things because yeah maybe they're a little goofy amber like what you're saying they don't Mm -hmm. have the best thoughts they're not as adult in their thinking and sometimes we equate that with not helping us grow to be more like jesus you know but brennan what I like about what you're saying is that empowering youth to be included in what we do as a church is maybe part of transitioning out of this Sunday school mindset you know where we are just we got these quick answers because kids don't always have the right answers right so we feel like we need to somehow help them know the right answer and then like you said Brennan they can go magically live this better life but in reality Maybe there's a disconnect there. Maybe that doesn't really work because life isn't so black and white. It's more about being on this journey together where we discover and grow into what what and who Jesus has called us to be. And that's where, yeah, kids can speak into that just as much as adults can.
1: Maybe one way that we can do that is we need to change our perspective of teaching. It's not teaching. We're trying to interact with kids. Kids can teach us us being the adults of the church. Hmm. They can teach us just as much as we try to teach them. Kids don't really relate to a 2,000-year-old story about Moses. It seems like a fairy tale because it's unbelievable. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've never seen someone strike a rock and have water come out of it. (laughs) That's just me.
0: Okay, so we need a better strategy for how to teach kids, or is this more of a, a relational connection that needs to happen so that they can figure out what, you know, these old Bible stories mean?
1: Well, I think it's both. I think when you start a strategy, some things lend themselves better to creating relationships. For example, one way that we're doing that at Renew is we're having high schoolers lead a Renew worship night one night a month, and they help to teach other high schoolers, and especially the middle schoolers. It's just a way to get kids involved and It's refreshing to have a new point of view from your peers rather than just someone talking at
0: you. I think even more so to what you're saying, the point is it's less about adults teaching. So me as the quote unquote youth director, you know, it's less about me coming in and doing the message. And instead it's including youth to have a voice like we're saying, and they get to speak into who we are as a church and what we're doing. That's kind of what you're talking about, right? Exactly. Okay, so to finish this thing off, let's just wrap this up. How does this tie back into what we started with by you know talking about the ministry value?
2: Well, our ministry value is about how the youth feel connected to the church when they have these authentic, meaningful relationships with the leaders and the adults of the church. And that can only really happen if those adults and leaders are treating the youth with respect and taking their input and thoughts and experiences seriously and i think that's how they can form those really authentic relationships with one another and feel connected here
0: yeah moral of the story it needs to be a relationship not a lecture especially when it comes to trying to grow in a relationship with god understanding what it means to be in a relationship with god right yeah absolutely Cool. Well, I'm I'm sure we haven't solved this topic, and I'm sure some people are probably still left with more questions. But you know, I appreciate you guys coming in here and being, being willing to sit with me for an hour and talk about this.
2: Yeah, four no problem, hours.
0: I can't imagine a better way to spend the last
1: three days of my life.
0: <laughs> okay, this this may have taken a while, but hopefully, it was worth it on some level. So I appreciate you guys being here. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, uh, peace out. Bye. Bye.
2: (laughs) Bye.